Hi everyone, I'm Allie Sharp, the Director of Faculty Development and Instructional Designer here at Dear Langston. I have my coffee. I hope you get yours for a Monday moment of inspiration and information. Today, we are fortunate enough to continue our conversation with the aptly named Dr. Wonderful about pedagogy, praxis, and prose, Yellow Journal. Yes, I am uh, Dr. Wonderful Faison, Chair of the English Department. I go by Dr. Wonderful. I edited our conversation to fit the constraints of our podcasts. So for deadlines and submission information, please email Dr. Wonderful, check your email because she has sent out the handout, and check the Faculty Development Canvas page as well. In pedagogy, I have often thought, as someone who came from a graduated from an R1 institution, I've often thought that um, it's always too much theory. Theory, 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 theory. And then everybody gets mad if you poop in their theory soup, right? But I feel like theory doesn't hold up if it can't work in practice, right? And that's where the pedagogy, you know, comes from. Let's test the thing. So we are at a teaching university. We very much care about what is working. You know, it's not that we don't care about the theory. That's great. Tell me how this works, right? And so for people who need to know what is working now, what are we doing now, right? With our demographic, we have a unique demographic, okay? Our demographic is not like OU. It's not like OSU. It's not like UCO. Our demographic is unique and very different. We're the only second chance institution in Oklahoma, along with being the only HBCU, right, in Oklahoma. So what are we doing now to help our students? This is something that I often hear faculty saying. Let's, what are we doing, right? And so it seems to be, that is what the pedagogy, right, will focus on for faculty who need to know what are we doing and need to get ideas. As far as praxis for theory, I'm a theory bug, right? I love theory. I love to read it, even if I think it just all falls apart, right? I mean, it's one of the, one of my favorite essays of all time is um, Thoreau's, like, on civil disobedience. I love it. It's so well made. It's just beautiful. All falls apart when you apply it, right? You're like, no one's doing this, dude. No one's doing any of the things that you're talking about. But you read it, and it's just beautiful. It's like poetry, <laughs> right? So that's what that particular praxis is for. Because there are many times that I think, unfortunately, right, because we're dealing with so many problems, that many times we throw things against the wall. Like theory be damned, right? Sometimes that's really good, right? Because theory can, can tie you up. And then sometimes it's like, mm, but I think a little theory might help. <laughs> so for people who have been really critical, right? Right now I'm focusing on assessment. I'm focusing on whether or not it is right to assess Black writers with rubrics that are not only antiquated, but were meant to assess white writers. So I changed my rubrics to say fluently in Black English, Standard English, and other linguistic variants. And I feel like that's transformative because it took me a moment to come to that. And now I write about these things theoretically, right? I've got a couple of things out. So for people who are kind of critical about the things that they do and whether or not they're working and they want to see, right? Just if someone else is also troubling over these things, that's what that 
praxis section uh, is about. I need a little bit of theory to see if what I'm doing in the classroom is backed up by something. And if it's not and what you're doing works, well, then that's the theory to write. And of course, for prose, this is the area that I could see being for the collaborative articles that students um, do with uh, teachers. Right. These are the ones that I would say I mentioned uh, Thoreau's on civic disobedience. If anyone's ever read that, there are no citations. Right. This is just a well thought out kind of argument. This is kind of how it is. So that's what that is. It's for essays. Very minimal. But like the intellectual essay, here are my thoughts on these things here, these reflective moments, uh, which I hope leads to the clapback section. Of course, as I designed it, you had students who read this thing. And, you know, and then they're like, yeah, no. Right. That's 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 my idea. Now, will students read the whole thing? Will they read the thing? I don't know. <laughs> right. Like I said, in theory. This is what's working in my head. So the whole thing is to make it truly a university journal that is open to participants of the university as well as those who are outside of the university. Uh, it's my hope that it remains an HBCU or HSI or, you know, people of color journal. When you submit what you will, uh, what you should expect is some feedback. It's, hey, here's what's going well and here's why we love it. And here are some things that we think you could do to improve it. And here's the section that we think that it will fit under. So if we think it fits under the prose section because there's little or very minimal citation, we'll say we think this fits under prose. Uh, if we think it fits under pedagogy or praxis, that's what we will say. And then it becomes a conversation, right? This is more like revise and resubmit if you want right this to be in the more theoretical and pedagogy section so that's the process that you would go through what i am trying to do is i am trying to get board of three um to do more of the quote blind reviews it's more about here's where we see it here's how you could wind up moving it to any one of these sections. And we would also do that with someone who was heavy research. We'd say, well, this is great as heavy research, but this little excerpt that you have here at the end where you're tying all these things up also works really well in this section. How would you like to play that, right? The, the greatest thing about being an author is that once someone has decided to publish your stuff, the working with you is, is very interesting. And then you recognize they have been working with you the entire time. This journal is for those of us at Langston right now, but also for those future alliance who will be reading about the time at LU long after we're gone. So if you're debating if you should submit what you might consider to be an ordinary experience during this extraordinary time, just take a listen to Dr. Wonderful. Writing is about stories and it's about the stories that you tell. Uh, and you can always choose what stories you're going to tell. And so that's what I would say to people who are like, well, all I do is come here and teach. Well, the, that's called teaching during troubling times. It seems that you're perfect for it, right? If all you did was come here and teach, then you have a lot to say about what it was to teach during this, uh, during this pandemic. I'm a big dreamer, um, and I've met every dream that I had right from a little girl all i ever wanted to do was teach black kids 
And now I'm here, right? Doing just that. So I believe that this thing can be as big as we want it to be. And it can be as important as we want it to be. I just found out it's not hard to create a journal. You just need to say, I'm gonna do this journal and you need to pass it around to people. And all of a sudden people wanna write in your journal, <laughs> right? All of a sudden you find that people actually want to contribute. They actually have a thirst for stuff. They've just been waiting for like the right call. This seems to be the right call. I hope you heed the call. And if you want to share ideas about what works on our podcast or know someone who should, give me a shout and I will reach out to that person. For your calendar, this week, Quality Matters has a free webinar Tuesday, November 16th called Design Equity and Access in Online Education. We have a faculty meeting on that same Tuesday, November 16th at 4. CTI has training about Adobe Spark on Thursday and Friday. And then Thanksgiving break is the week of November 22nd through 26th. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I appreciate you, your students, your colleagues. We all appreciate you. And thank you for listening and participating in our podcast. Many thanks to Dr. Wonderful for sharing her talents, her ideas, her sparkling laughter with all of us. And she will share information about her rubric and assessment strategies in a faculty development training in December. Happy teaching and have a great week.